hi there welcome welcome to my day one welcome to the world of podcasts welcome to you welcome to your journey welcome to auditory rejuvenation (laughs) so if you're here i'm guessing you like to listen to podcasts i do too and finding anchor was everything for me because i love tools that you know give you quality but still maintain a required sense of simplicity you know whereby if you want to incorporate any other tools or basically anything outside of the app it's just a bonus it's just something you specifically want to and that makes it easier especially in cases whereby you don't want to have to carry around a lot of equipment so yeah so that was your notification that maybe you should try it out i would i would definitely recommend anchor because it's organized in a way that just a bit of everything you know the processes and um, if you want to get into putting music in the background if you want to monetize the podcast it takes care of everything in an organized way and you have just everything in one place so you don't have to worry about rerouting yourself or looking into something else or going through a third party app everything is right there you know and they offer their own ambassador ads so it's a great place to start it's definitely a great place and if you want to download it you can go to the anchor app that is a-n-c-h-o-r or you can go to anchor.fm online if you just want to get started and see just it's about and uh, the amazing thing too that it's free and basically it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place (laughs) so let's get into today's episode welcome to my day one and enjoy every single bit of it welcome hi there welcome to my day one welcome to episode 16 it's january 7th 2022 Happy New Year if you're just getting here. Today's episode is going to be like the many more here. I'm just basically looking for the best correlation in our everyday surrounding and finding a way to rearrange it to work for us in whatever state we're in. Because I believe that's efficiency, the ability to be wherever you are, do whatever you need to do and still have strategies and things you can actually incorporate that are custom made for you that's what i'd love to do here i'd love to just find those ideas those topics those subjects those thought processes that we go through on a daily but haven't yet found a perfect way to put them together so i hope the more you interact the more you listen it gives you your own process your own way of just finding where do my thoughts go to how can i rearrange them what can i incorporate what can i learn what are tips for me to find the right material that matches my environment so welcome and let's get into the episode it's kate here with you and i hope you're having a wonderful day by the way (laughs) so today's topic is memory palace this was originally referred to as the memory of loci I hope I'm getting that right, loci or loci, but it's L-O-C-I. So the memory palace is basically a technique or strategy of memory enhancement, which uses visualizations of familiar special environments in order to enhance 
the recall of information. So the first question I always ask myself or whenever I'm in the face of new information or new basically anything that I've not interacted with on a personal level because a lot of these things I'm sure we have you see it everywhere if you have watched maybe Sherlock Holmes they do incorporate that a lot of sci-fi or you know a new age mental movies or fiction or whatever they do incorporate this a lot that is why if you see uh, maybe like situations when they're trying to get into somebody's mind they basically just reroute that person's memory to what they're looking for and just basically looking where your filing systems are <laughs> so the biggest question here because my biggest question is mental health because our mind if our mind is a processing system if it's our communication between our internal world and the outside then we want to make sure that it's always in the best stellar condition. So whatever we find, we reroute it to how can this better my life? How can I, what fun tools am I adding to my everyday existence? So the first question that came to me was how can you incorporate this in your day-to-day -day and benefit your mental and overall well-being? So with memory powers, the first thing that came to mind was the ability to remember important facts, information, and, you know, experiences, and all that. Because a lot of times when you're in a fit, or you're pressed against the wall, or you feel like you're losing it, it's not always because of what you're going through, but a lot of times it's because you're forgetting the things you should be remembering. And this could be as essential as you forgetting yourself you forgetting your essence and individuality as a human being. I'm all for oneness, I'm all for we're all a collective one or another, depending on what your study is or your doctrine. But at the end of the day, there is a reason why, for whatever reason, we were individually created. That even if we may have the same compositions every now and then, even if we may have, you know, the same molecules like the stars in their galaxy, Essentially, there is a bit of individuality. That is why every organism, in a way, just exists as its own. Yes, we are part of something greater, but if we're actually here as individuals, then your individual experience matters. You connecting to yourself first is essential before you actually try to do that with anything else. Before you try to throw yourself into a new career, into a new situation, into a new collaboration or religion or whatever you need to have an essence within you you need to have that recognition that at the end of the day I also have a whole living world within me and this is why remembering who you are is very essential because when you don't remember that you get lost in everything you lose you lose your confidence in who you are as a person you lose your confidence in your capability to withstand and go through anything you go through you lose your memory of all the experiences you encountered you lose the memory of how much of a fighter you actually are you lose your knowledge of how wise you actually are you may not be wise in a conventional or societal sense but you are because you have had a lot of situations where you found a way out even your own existence maybe you growing up maybe 
whatever you had to do basically that was you and when we forget those details we lose ourselves that is why we feel like i i have no sense of being i have no sense of existence of i don't know why i'm actually here of i don't feel motivated to do anything and honestly to me whenever anybody tells me that i'm like that's absolutely okay like you should never feel entitled to be motivated you should never feel entitled to having to purposely be active like everybody else because you know we are not approaching life from the same perspective we're not so if you curse your entire existence based off what you see on the outside you are going to feel like you're losing yourself every now and then because we all know the rule of nature like if you don't use it you lose it right and that goes for everything just like the memories you don't interact with on a daily you lose them eventually they're not lost in a sense but the pathway to them becomes blurry and you sort of have to reconnect it and find a way to strengthen it that is why they tell you that even just on a biological level like a way to improve your neural pathways and memory cognition and all this is you know keep doing puzzles keep doing mind games do anything basically that just makes you think and i think in a sense of just rumination of <laughs> what am i doing here or where did i come from or just thinking aimlessly about the so-called problems or everything around us basically but actually real thinking whereby you're actually using your mind positively you're using it for something that actually develops you as a person so this could be you're getting on a journey to solve the Rubik's Cube or, you know, try different puzzles or on your phone. Oh, at least have a game or two that just, you know, just turns your onions every now and then. And there are a lot, actually, if you just put in mind games or just um, you improving your mental cognition or coordination. There are a lot. There's a lot you can actually find on there. So you could try that out, too. So back to a memory palace idea. This was basically developed to enable people to put a whole junk, not junk in a way that it's not good, but in a way that a lot of times when information is just more than we can handle, it turns into a nuisance because we can't actually use it, right? So what the memory palace helps you do is rearrange it and place it in compartments that you can actually recognize, remember, and actually be able to tell that this is what this is and I have it here and there. If you watch maybe superhuman shows or stuff like that, you'll find a lot of people that have developed this ability, like somebody who can just recognize every species of a frog just based off their sound or birds or, you know, just even having physical memory of whereby you can be blindfolded and retrace all your steps. And we have always done this redundantly, right? It's like when you're a child and your parents told you to go to bed <laughs> but the lights are out you can't turn on the lights because somebody else will know you're awake and somehow you can navigate your home without actually having to see everything clearly like we, we we already do this in daily we do this but not in an advanced way so we don't really recognize it as something incredible or a superpower or even like when you get into your mind and you're trying to remember information or describe something to somebody maybe you said you're the new person in space 
it's like oh when you enter the room turn to the left and get this here and there then look for this color or look for that like we already do this but when you don't know exactly what you're doing you don't really get the nuance out of it you don't get to enjoy the capabilities of how great can actually be so the first time i actually used this for my own personal mental health was in the face of anxiety extreme anxiety i remember somebody told me a technique and i shared a lot but just basically realigning yourself and grounding yourself on your special awareness so basically find the bed in your room find the pillow find the ground find the carpet find this and that right so what that actually does is every time you step into your memory palace, that's what I'm just going to call it, you sort of rearrange your emotional dissonance. So if you've noticed the way your senses work is they can't all work together with practice, yes, but there is a bit of enhancement that happens when you pause others, I would say. So... In the face of anxiety, when you reground yourself, instead of thinking, how did I get here? What's happening? I feel like I'm losing my mind or you're getting into all your phobias and all this. So when you turn all that off and you just start getting on the ground, what do I see around me? I see a, I see a carpet. I see a beige carpet. I see a taupe wall. I see a blue bed. I see, like you basically just start sewing everything together, like just creating a pattern on your physical realm that eventually just turns off whatever mental messes were going through your mind so i love the memory palace idea because if you incorporate this in your own strategic living it will give you peace in a sense that when you wake up in the morning and you want to start worrying about the projects you have not started or maybe the business ideas you have not incorporated or innovated or the meeting you missed yesterday, or the due dates you have on your work. Instead of doing all that, just putting in compartments and telling yourself that today is a Thursday, or a Monday, whatever day it is when you listen to this, whenever you need it. Today is a Monday, right? Um, I have this many things to do, but do I actually need to do everything today? Then, I then remind yourself of the times you've actually gone through your tasks and actually accomplished what you needed to do. You start to realize that you're not always as bad as you think you are. Like, you're not always doing as horribly as you'd like to remember. When we're not even remembering in that sense, we're actually forgetting all the important details. You start to realize that you're actually doing a lot more than you think. You might see yourself just laying down and not doing much, but you are doing something because our bodies have a way of seeking out what they need. Just like you could put off sleep as long as you need, but eventually your body will take over. So learning to intuitively be active is another bonus. Like instead of just running on everything on your to-do list, sit down and replace everything with actual priorities. This is where I want to be. This is where I want to start. And all that is irrelevant because in this moment right now, this is what I can actually do. Like, this is what's in my grasp right now. And that matters because you want to be in your own reality. You don't want to lose touch of your own reality because that's your only observation to life. That's your only placement. And that will take me to the next point. Um, the whole idea of escaping reality. And we usually feel a need to do this when we feel like we have no control where we are in this moment. Quite fortunately... 
you cannot escape reality because in a sense reality does not exist reality is not a place you can run away from it's not like your home whereby you can run away and go to your friend's place or go to a hotel or go somewhere else like reality doesn't really work like that like reality is just basically observation when you don't observe it does not exist it does not change you can actually go into quantum physics if you want to get more of that twisted version but basically reality is just what you observe that's really it that is why every single time you gain a new perspective or change your perspective or gain a new ideal somehow everything around you seems to change there's really nothing going on outside of you but it's just you because they tell you if you change everything else changes because quite frankly whatever is on the outside is our own placement it's our own cognitive association so every time you think you're (laughs) escaping reality what you're actually doing is (laughs) you're making your reality a lot bigger to deal with in a sense that i I heard a very ridiculous analogy (laughs) you know like when you escape reality what you're really doing is creating another reality that then pours whatever you're creating there into the first one you ran away from so essentially the first timeline does not go anywhere every time you escape and usually if you escape and you're lucky enough maybe to escape into reading a book or you know escape into learning something new escape into a sport escape into self-development that's okay but if you escape into maybe just pure escapism like maybe you just want to drink or you'll just um hide under your bed or just anything else that in a sense does give you relief temporarily but does not actually add anything to you then you're making whatever you were facing in the first place worse than it was then that creates the awesome loop because you're making your reality worse and you have to escape your reality to make it worse so <laughs> building compartments will actually help you to just get the get the pressure off your shoulders right like Quite frankly, yes, you might have a dire job. You may have something that is very extreme and life-changing and all that. But at the end of the day, if you do not control the supply of oxygen on this planet, if you do not control when the moon comes up with the tides, if you don't control how hot the sun is going to be tomorrow, if you don't control the density of the clouds, a lot of things in your to-do list can wait. Because... Your well-being is way more essential. And if you develop you as a person, everything else falls in line. Because if you are an efficient person, everything else you encounter works out efficiently. If you create more peace within, you have to reflect that on the outside. Your approach changes, your strategies change, your tactical options change everything changes because where you're coming from is of a different mindset so this is why the memory palace incorporated in our day-to-day and not just in like special events of trying to cram all the pie numbers but just on a day-to-day basic level really sounded like the relief you would actually need 
instead of just escaping your own reality to get a relief and come back and butter your wall. It shouldn't be like that. It should be a fun experience. It should be it should be a fun venture of I have this much to do. I can't wait to see actually tackle it. Instead of thinking, how am I going to do it? You do, you do not know how you're going to do it. If you did, you wouldn't be asking that question. So <laughs> you might as well fall in line and enjoy the process like everybody else. Because that is why when you observe somebody else's existence, it's easy. And not easy because you don't recognize their troubles or their obstacles, but easy in the sense that you see you see their view on a much broader perspective. And you, you can do the same for yourself. Like, we have our minds that can disembody and you view yourself from a stranger's perspective, view your life from an observer's perspective. This was your brother, sister, friend telling you that this is what I'm going through. What would you tell them, right? And honestly, if you still have crappy advice, then that's also an opportunity for you to develop yourself. Like whatever the circumstance, there is a way around it. But that takes your initiative to actually want to find that. So with a memory palace if you look it up there'll definitely be more scientific processes to actually think of if you actually want to maybe it's like if you want to come all the capital cities and main cities of the world of the all the continents like stuff like if you want to do that you can find a more scientific process online but i rerouted this just basically be on our own well-being and i got seven steps but these were my own creation i would say because <laughs> i just rerouted them to this specifically but if you want a more scientific view of it and more like the actual methods you can look them up definitely i feel like you you'll enjoy them so i got seven steps and this where these were decide allocate order associate become familiar with master the process and stay a student or a pupil so when my day one episode came to me, it was basically snapping out of the idea of, I want to do this, I'll, I'll do this, or I'll get to that, or I really want to do this, or because we, we, we stay in that stance for a very long time, forgetting that compounding effect is on your side, yes, but as we all know with numbers, the sooner you start, the better. So instead of saying someday, choose today is my first day. I'll start on the first, I'll start on the second, I'll start on the fourth. And usually start on that day. And don't get lost in the grand picture. No, appreciate the grand picture, but just start with the small steps. And that is the main thing here. And just getting into yourself and working at your own pace, but making sure that you appreciate your progress. And take each, take each moment as it is. But make sure it keeps evolving with every stage you go through. So just summarizing the seven steps, right? So in your journey through the memory palace, in your very own existence, decide. The whole decision bit is just you actually becoming a decisive person for yourself. So when we are not decisive, it robs us of the power we have in our own choices. Because the whole idea of free will is really just the ability to recognize that in every moment we have choices. So the first step is decide. So that is develop yourself into a decisive person. And this could be as small as when you get up in the morning, just make your bed. Just make your bed because you make your bed. That's it. Just that. 
you know, when you get up in the morning and you you can't decide what to have for breakfast, so you choose to skip breakfast. No, like if you want to have breakfast, just have breakfast. Get a cup, get a glass, and let everything else unfold from there. Just small steps of decisiveness, because what that really does is it creates memories of reliability. A lot of things that we do, quite frankly, they're not life changing. They're not. They're not global changes. They're quite irrelevant, but it's what they do in turn when it comes to you that matters. Just like if I make sure that I get up at the first sun of my alarm for a week, I'm gonna be unstoppable. Like, <laughs> and is there really any significance in that? Like, I did not cure anything by getting up at the first sun of my alarm. No, but what that is translated into is what matters because you learn to trust yourself when you can trust yourself you don't worry anymore about where you are you don't lose your foothold every time a storm is coming and that's what you want like we don't do these things just for the physical materials no you don't go to the gym just going to the gym is great you can develop your body all this fitness and all that but you really that's not the biggest benefit from it no it's just you being accountable to yourself, you pushing your limits, that's what you're really going for. So when you actually approach something with an end goal, it makes the whole process that much fun and easier to go through because you realize that, no, I'm not going to the gym to punish myself. No, I'm going there to be accountable to myself, to watch my limits devolve, like dissolve away. So look for the end in all that you do and work from there. So you, you don't want a new job just to get a new job because it's fancy or better. No, this new job shows you that you can actually achieve more than you had before. And that shows you you're a progressional person. You're earning more. It's not really just about the money, but it's about the freedom you've always wanted to give yourself. So it's just look for the end goal in all you're trying to do. And it will dissolve all this foggy, like foggy mess that comes in between of I don't know why I'm doing this and all that no like just go to the end what I'm actually looking for and do that you making your bed every single morning is really there's there isn't a lot of significance in it you know the only person who may suffer from you not making it is you and if you share the bed with somebody that's really it but if you actually make your bed every single day first of all you start your day with a complete list if you don't make your bed, you don't organize anything, you can't find where your socks are in the morning, your shoelaces are missing, you can't find your key, tell me how you're going to have a good day from that. I mean, it's nothing short of a miracle, but it's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. And what that robs you of is your energy. And energy is really the only currency we really have. That's why you see, you could earn all the money in the world, and if you can't use it, if you can't utilize it, it's pointless. You could live up to 200, 104, or whatever you want. But if you don't have energy, and not even just physical energy, but just that internal core, life-giving energy, your aura, your vibration, your frequency, that's what you're really looking for. That's why all this you becoming organized, you becoming decisive, it reduces the amount of energy you spend wasting on irrelevant circumstances that rob you of that energy. And you reroute it to just your well-being. So the second step is allocate. So allocation is just basically you learning to delegate yourself in the right places. Recognize the strength, your strengths and weaknesses and move accordingly. So if you, if you know that you can't run 100 miles today, don't do it. 
yes, if you you could go through it and you you actually achieve it because our bodies have a way to a way of adapting. But to me, honestly, the scars you create internally are much harder to deal with than the scars we have on the physical side. So on the physical side, you might get some burns, some blisters, all that. Those heal, but you don't want to break yourself in that way. Yet, actually, if you allow yourself to progressionally get where you're going consistently, persistently, it gets easier and easier every single day. And by the time you reach 100, you actually want to do 200 miles. So you want to create that sweet spot within you. That is why allocating yourself in the right place, in the right manner, and the right, the right intensity matters a lot. Step three, order. Become, become an organized internal being. So don't have all your emotions in the same place. That is why I found a quote today by Dr. Joe Dispenser. You can look him up. He has a very amazing concept. And basically say that wisdom is the memory or experience without the emotion at charge. So I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't even make sense. But when you think about it, wisdom is you actually becoming wise or becoming or having all these lessons and stuff like that. But really, we all have those. But when they're all locked up in emotional charged memories, you can't access the wisdom, you can't access the lesson. You're still angry, you're still agitated, you're still pain like you're still in pain, you're still suffering. So wisdom is when you finally reroute your energy to the right places, you take your emotions from the things that do not serve you anymore. Because that's your energy. That's your energy right there. And <laughs> You need that energy in the right places. You can't have it displaced everywhere. Step four. Step four is associate. The association, just like in the memory palace whereby if you want to store information, you could just get into your home mentally and just place items in your favorite go-tos, like your bathroom or your coffee table, stuff like that. So association is learning to associate every every experience you go through to, to a success you already had. So when you face something new, instead of just running into, how am I going to solve this? How am I going to go through this? Just pause for a minute and reroute it to, I have been here before. Because trust me, a lot of things, they're very relatable. We've been through a lot of things so many times in so many ways. So it's very easy to actually reroute it and just find that memory that relates to this if it's if it's a challenge you've been through so many challenges what did you do before you know what can you do better just add to your bank and just you, you're basically changing your thinking patterns you're checking in your you're changing in your pathways and you're developing a better brainstorming <laughs> exercise for yourself so step five is familiarize become familiar with your own success become familiar with your own self like enjoy your company not in a sense of just being a loner but in a sense of your own life story should be that much encouraging for you step six is master like in all that you do always master it become become a master at learning become a master at always finding the best thought in your mind like master whatever you're into and step seven is stay a student always like always stay flexible enough between I have gained all that I have and I'm open to learn more. Because honestly, the more you know, the more you realize there's so much more to realize. That is why ignorance is bliss is quite, 
it's a scary statement because it's not it really isn't you know like awareness awareness is beautiful so at the end at the end of the day my biggest reminder is count your blessing counting your blessings actually to me it's a magical experience it's a magical experience but also a tool to use in daily because how i see it is every time you attempt to count your blessings it's like charging your phone because a lot of times you're going to go through a lot of things that make everything seem dark like nothing is working out or maybe you need to sacrifice a lot to keep a lot of things running and that is just you misplacing your power and your resources so charge your phone that is you you know charge yourself like count your blessings sit down and actually really think am i really as unfortunate as i think i am where was i five years ago and how better am i doing in this moment you have to remind you have to remind yourself because if you're still here you're having more days to come you can't afford to go on without any batteries in your system you can't afford to go in without rejuvenating yourself so count your blessings you know it also gives you a sense of trust and faith in somehow things always work out for you and that's the energy of love you want to come from so you know clear the fog take a minute breathe meditate meditate yourself find your sweet spot find your zone and just make it a working system for yourself and how flexible positivity for some reason there's a lot a lot that's going on it's time to end the it's time to end the recording <laughs> there's a lot that's going on that oh you should avoid being too positive or whatever no i, I don't believe that i'm a skeptical person but i use positivity in everything that i can do like i'll complain and reroute it to a blessing at the end of, at the end of it all because i don't think you can have negative positivity i don't it, it it does it can't even exist you know you can't put a positive and negative together and you call it a negative positive like you know even the laws of nature don't have that like if you have those together they get then neutralized there is nothing there so there's nothing like negative positivity or toxic positivity no like that's just it's an oxymoron so basically you want to actually find real positive positivity and know what that means for you this might just be you getting out of a doomsday perspective because we've all waited for the world to end for a very long time quite frankly so you want to just shift your mentality you know being positive does not mean that you're standing in the middle of a pit you're falling and you're like i'm not falling like no like you're being positive realizing you know what maybe if i'm still falling maybe there's a wall i can grab onto just basically getting you out of a problem creation state to a solution mindset just like the mentality that caused your problems won't solve them. So you thinking that I can't afford to be positive right now is you staying the same mentality that got you stuck in the first place. So no, please, you have to reroute that. You can't have a you can't have toxic positivity. You can't. In that moment, you're doing something else entirely. It's not being positive. So you know, just if you need to like look up for more information and redefine things for yourself because even whatever you hear right now may actually not make sense to you. Because we're always coming from different places. But that does not mean that information cannot help you. So whatever information I get, honestly, I always reroute it and pass it through my own system. That way I change it to my language. Because we all have belief systems we're still working through. And you have to advance those and just make them work for you, basically. So whatever information you're getting, you know, reroute it. You know, your memory palace is for that. Like, reorganize it. Like create your own world within that 
evaluate whatever information you get, evaluate every experience, and you don't let things just pass by you unchecked. Like, you don't pass by somebody and they tell you something ridiculous and stupid and you just take it. No, don't do that. Or even, like, watching the energy you surround yourself with or the so-called bitter truth, I love you, tough love. I would question all those approaches, honestly, and make sure that whatever you take in basically enhances you. Yes, there are situations whereby you can hear something that is hard to hear, but it makes you better for hearing it. But if you hear something and it makes you feel worse than you felt before you started, discount it. Like, take whatever information is needed, but discount that source. Because I don't believe in tearing down somebody to build them up. That does not make sense at all. So, we have a vast language. There's so many words, so many statements, so many similes, so many proverbs, so many quotes you can use. If a situation does not approach you in a way that makes you better for hearing it, stay away from it. That is where we get all the analogies of negative, positive, you're tough. No, like, it's not it. It's something else. It's not that. So, you know, don't let things go through your system unchecked. Don't let statements, even if they're coming from your families, friends, whatever, don't let them go unchecked because your essence needs your love and protection. You need to watch what goes into your system. So don't just take everything and start... That is how you wake up the next day and you're you're critiquing yourself unnecessarily or you don't like yourself anymore because you don't even know why, actually. So don't let things go bad and check. And that is why practicing the memory powers helps you get in tune with your own system. That way, if if you know what your internal structure usually looks like, you can tell when things are amiss. So you start to be able to intuitively recognize that, you know what, I think I need to meditate a bit. Or let me just take a few minutes to reorganize my energy. So you becoming familiar with your world within helps you clear out all the confusion that comes from just taking in everything, basically. And you create your own system and you know what's in and what's not right. That's why if you if you use your phone every day or whatever electronics, you can tell when a virus is there if you're in tune with it, if you're if you recognize that this or that's in right. And what do you do? You get an antivirus, you clean it out, you format it. Do the same for your do the same for your internal system. So this did go a little bit longer than I expected. <laughs> but this is one of my favorite topics. I'm really passionate about it. So I hope you're patient enough to listen to over 30 minutes but you can always split it and come back later but most of the episodes are really at least 25 and less <laughs> but thank you so much for being here and you know i look forward to your journey and you know look forward to your journey as well and be enthusiastic about it so just one reminder of course don't forget to count your blessings and Have a wonderful time. Thank you for tuning in to my day one. And please be in tune with yourself. Intuitively choose everything you do and be present for yourself. Till next time, have a good time.